A friend in need! Christine Bergamont, the singer at the Hole in the Wall and personal friend of Oakland Jackson, has been accused of murder! Oakland accompanies the beautiful lawyer Deva to the 12th Precinct Station, while Sam mopes like a little baby. Oakland finds Christine and shares a few comforting words. Sam follows Oakland to the precinct and gets thrown in a cell for attempting to break in. Now the two wait by the 12th Precinct cells for Detective Flemings to interrogate Oakland for Christine's alibi. Who did Christine supposedly kill? Will Sam get out of their cell? Let's find out! The Hole in the Wall So as we have, we have the scene, Christine's in the cell, Sam's in their own cell, you got Deva, you got Oakland, you're all having like a nice moment of I'm gonna help you escape from jail or get you out of jail or whatever your plan is. And you hear a set of footsteps come stomping upstairs in a rush and you see two dudes in suits come up. Uh, One of them it looks a little younger than the other. He has a bit of a five o'clock shadow on his face and rough prickly brown hair, while the other's hair is thick and blonde and slicked back. And they're both wearing uh, semi-nice business suits, but they look like they've been thrown on a little haphazardly, like they're in a rush. And they're both kind of panting a little bit as they emerge up the staircase and like the blonde guy leans against the wall and is panting and he goes you know Deva you really could have waited for us before you where you came we really don't uh, let me I let me catch my breath a second here <sighs> And the other guy, the one with the prickly brown hair, like takes a second, shakes out his, he shakes out his legs, and he approaches Deva. Deva, what are we doing here? We're on a case. Well, yeah, I, I know, I know we're on a case. We went into the office and we saw your letter, but we don't. We, and he like leans into Deva. We don't do murder, Deva. Deva. We. we we do real estate. What are we doing here? And Deva looks at Christine and then looks at Oakland. And she says, we're here to do our jobs. Well, and then like the guy, the guy over still leaning against the wall, still kind of panting says, well, maybe our jobs can wait until we're all awake. That would be nice. What now? Where's Cameron again? I am locked up in the cell next to you. Oh. Because <laughs> the police officer put me in a cell because I physically assaulted him and trespassed on private property. Yeah, and you're handcuffed. And you're yep. handcuffed. Which I'm going to try and get out of the those handcuffs now. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. That's going to be change the game. Alrighty, and I'm obviously going to use my power tag, get out of handcuffs, because, you know, 
That one should be like a plus two or something because it's literally just designed for this situation. Is that all you're going to use? Um, yes. I'm all right. You get out of handcuffs. Roll with plus one. You mean a minus two? Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got the restrained three. Thank you for reminding me of that. Hey, look at that. I got a 10. Nice. Oh, seven. So you can create a story tag, burn a power tag or story tag, or reduce slash give a status. I went to reduce or no. When you say burn a story tag, what do you mean? Um, burning the story tags, there's no story tags really out right now, but usually story tags represent things in the environment or things you have, like, um, like if it's rainy outside, there might be a story tag that represents the rain. And burning a tag usually represents that that element is no longer available. And burning power tags usually means some sort of success automatic success in something though i don't think burning a power tag would be what you want here i just want to reduce my status of restrained yeah with that role that is going to get you out of your handcuffs and back down to i'm going to call it um blocked in cell two let me go grab a (laughs) pencil quick blocked in cell two okay all right so sam With a quick flick of your wrists, you get the handcuffs off of you, and they clatter to the ground. And your hands are free! But you're still locked in your cell. Oakland, you've got these two random guys here talking to Deva. What do you want to do? I turn my attention towards Deva as I have a few questions running through my head. What is the evidence against her exactly? I'm debating whether or not to have your role to investigate because I never really know how to handle asking someone a question when they're willing to tell you the information. What do you guys think? I feel like if they're willing, then maybe not. Because if you fail the role that you're, they're still going to tell you, just maybe not in detail. I think just because of who Deva is, I'm going to have you do an investigate role. Okay. Ooh. I rolled a four. You you weren't going to add any tags? Oh, I forgot about that. I always forget to do that on the first round. It's fine. Because you forgot to add your tags, I'm going to be nice, and I'm going to say that that roll doesn't count. You got to get your tags first. I'm a nice game master. <laughs> when you choose to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you choose to be. You can torture us sometimes. Well, that's what a good game master does. They're nice and they torture <laughs> people. <laughs> Can I use my contacts in every neighborhood tag? You know what? I think I'll allow it because I think I think that I, we can interpret that as meaning that you know the general news. Like you'll understand if Deva mentions something that seems like that. That doesn't really. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You'll understand it if Deva mentions something that doesn't involve the districts you tend to inhabit. Okay. So then I'll do that one, and that's only a plus one. And I do not think I have any um, story tags, so. Yeah, you don't have any story tags right now. 
And I don't think any of your other power tags will work, so go yeah. ahead and roll. So four again. So five. Oof. One second here. There we go. There's the information I need. Like this. You feel like this. As you ask the question, Dever opens her mouth, but someone else begins climbing the stairs into the main cell area. Do you remember the man who was outside of the precinct giving that speech to the reporters? The, he, the one that has that seems to be highly decorated, has the nicer outfit. He is coming up the stairs right now. He is probably about 50 years old, but he keeps himself very clean shaven. And you can't really see his hair underneath of his hat. But you can assume that is nicely kept as well. He looks at Deva and smiles and then gives a little polite bow. Ma'am. Is this a witness you said you were bringing? Deva turns around to the man and nods politely. The officer turns to you, Oakland, and holds out his hand. Detective Tim Flemings. I give the man a, a look over as I reach my hand out, shaking his firmly. Okay, do you want to, if you want, I can have you roll to investigate and see if you want to find anything out about him. Okay. Can I still use my contacts in every neighborhood tag or? Not for this, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I rolled a seven. A. Nice. Yeah, so you get to ask one question about him. Is he on our side? So as you shake his hand, there is this, you get this gut feeling. It, you tend to get these feelings when you're out on the town doing your after hours job, so to say. It's a tingle in your wings. We can actually see a few of the feathers of your wings flutter a bit as you shake his hand. There is this very clean feeling to, to him. Very prim, very proper, but almost too proper. And because you got a seven, I'm going to ask you a question. Go for it. What was your first encounter with the police? What was that like? I'd have to say it would have been when the church burned down. What do you think happened? How did you interact with them? Um, I didn't interact with them much. I was able to get away. However, I was being chased. All right. Did you introduce yourself to him? I can't remember. Did you say, did you say your name or did you just shake his hand? I think I just shook his hand, but I meant to say Yeah, you just, shook his, you just shook his hand. Yeah, yeah. Would you mind coming down with me to a private area? I'd like to get your view on the situation. Of course. He nods and lets go of your hand. He had a very firm handshake. But, you know, 
uh, showing off that very strange, proper sense he has to him. He nods at Deva, and as he turns to go, he finally notices the other two men in the room and glances back at Deva. Ah, these your bosses? They are my associates. She waves her hand towards the blonde man. That is Hank Hoyt, and this is Ela Shepard. Well, very nice, very nice. Anyway, Mr. I don't think I caught your name. It's Oakland. Oakland Jackson. Well, Mr. Jackson, if you'll follow me downstairs, please, we'll get this done as quickly so you can return home. He leads you back down the staircase. I follow silently, giving one last glance to the others before I leave. Okay. I'm going to linger with Sam for a moment here. Sam, as Oakland leaves with Detective Fleming's, uh, you see the blonde man, Hoyt. He goes over to the young-looking officer that is at the desk. Mind if you let us into the cell so we can talk to our client? The officer nods, and you see him pull out a chain of keys. He heads on over to Christine's cell and begins to unlock it. Is there anything you want to do? Cameron, you're on mute. I was just talking while on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. After he is done unlocking her cell, I'm going to try and pickpocket the key ring from him. Okay. So I'm going to have this be roll to sneak around. Okay. Um, let's see. Any power tan? Can I use bravery? No. Bravery, that, that does not uh, work for pickpocketing. Darn it. Then I've got nothing. Okay. Roll with a minus two. Minus two. Oh, yeah, because you're still the... you're in the cell. Oh dear. What'd you get? I got a four. Oof. All right. So he's gonna notice. <laughs> possibly, possibly, possibly. And I'm probably gonna end up falling on my face. So you know. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Oh dear. As the man unlocks the cell and the three lawyers step inside, you actually do manage to get his keys. In fact, you get all you get all of the keys because they're all attached to this one ring. And the young officer, he closes the door and he reaches down for his keys and finds that they aren't there. What? What? Okay, which one of you took the keys? And all three of the lawyers glance at each other with vague confusion. Come on, out with it. Which one of you took the keys? I just stand there trying to look as confused as the lawyers. The brown-haired man with the five o'clock shadow, Shepard, he steps up. 
You just had the keys. Well, now I don't have them anymore. So which one of you took the keys? You can't just take my keys. I get that you, you get to see your client. I let you into the cell, but it's not, you're not going to free her. That's not how this works. And as he starts to berate the attorneys, I'm going to head downstairs to where Oakland is. Oakland, we pan over to you inside of what looks to be a dark interrogation room. It's the, the lights are on and there's warm wooden paneling all around you. And you can see there's a mesh window where an officer or two watch you and have a notepad ready to take notes. You're sitting at a table which has been scarred over and has a little metal notch where you think someone could attach a pair of handcuffs to. Detective Fleming pulls a chair over to the other side of the table and lays a blank piece of paper out on the table and he lifts off a pencil ready to write and looks at you. All right, Mr. Jackson, how do you know the accused? I work with her. I see. Now, I do have to ask, we couldn't get a place of business out of her when we brought her in. Where exactly do you work? And I'm going to say this right now because I, I just want you to be aware of this. You do work for the mafia in an illegal institution, so you might want to be careful. I feel like Oakland would have the type of answer to just the type of lie that he already prepared, but I'm coming up blank here. Uh, we can brainstorm quick. We don't have to. We don't have to. <laughs> Cameron, do you have any ideas? What's what's the cover story that you guys use when you're? We handle funds for a multi-million-dollar corporation. What'd we you what? Say? I said we handle funds for a multi-million-dollar corporation. That sounds. I don't. I don't know if they make millions of dollars. I don't know yeah. how much a million is in the twenties, but. It's a lot of, well, you would think that there would be at least a couple. It could be like a secret service to like a rich family or something. And we're not allowed to say. That could, that could be what you come up with. Uh, just, you can, once you're, you feel confident with an answer, Natalia, go ahead and say it as Oakland. Okay. Oakland gives a sort of sigh. As he leans over and speaks quietly, we're not exactly allowed to say, but we do work for a higher-up family. Roll to convince. Okay, I'm going to fail this. Well, remember, you got, you've got the, the crew theme. You can use tags in the crew theme. I don't think you ever sent me a picture of the crew theme. Oh, dang. Uh, I will do that right now. Okay, I'm sending it to both of you because I don't know if Cameron has it as well. I've already got it. Well, I sent it to the group chat. Okay. Every time I read the, like, identity part, it catches me off guard because I forgot. Because you forgot that you had such a ridiculous identity for working for the mafia? Snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. So can I use the mafia tag? I mean, yeah. Okay, then I will be using the mafia tag. <laughs> just the, the identity thing. <laughs> I just reread it. Okay, so yeah, I will be using the mafia tag. And I rolled a 7 plus 1, that's 8. Nice. Okay. Okay. Whew. Almost ended in disaster there. I'm going to have you give him a status. Because when you say that you work for a higher family, I think there is a glimmer of recognition in the detective's eyes. Because, like, this is the 20s. Mafias in the 20s were not to be dealt with. So I think he kind of gets what you're implying. So I want you to give him a tier one status to represent how he's feeling. Intimidated. Very nice. Intimidated one. So as you say that, and he gets that glimmer of recognition, he leans back, nods, and writes it down. Now, can you tell me where Miss Bergamot was last night? She was at our place of business. Is there anyone you know that can confirm your story? Yes. Can you name that person? I reach into my pocket and pull out one of my notebooks. May I see a pen? He gives you a little bit of a What's the right word? Gives you a little bit of a smile, and he hands over the pencil he has in his hand. Oh, yeah, I guess they don't have pens back then, huh? Well, they They have have pens, but he has a a pencil on hand, so he's going to just hand that over. Okay. I take the pen, and I start writing down the names. First, I put Sam's, and then I put... Oh, what's their names? The bartenders. Dorcas and Remus Madigan. I write down their names. And then I hand the paper back. The detective takes the piece of paper, looks over behind him at the mesh wall where a couple of the other 12 precinct officers are. And you see one of them leave the room, the examination room. And a few seconds later, he comes into the interrogation room and takes the piece of paper from Detective Fleming's. And as he leaves the detective rests his elbows on the table thank you for your help in that regard however i have another question do you have alibis for the other five murders i pause a little taken aback i then narrow my eyes what are you implying Detective Fleming's kind of chuckles a little bit. Do you not know what Miss Bergamont is being charged with? All I know is what I've been told. He leans in closer and whispers this to you. She is the backstage killer. Now, I want you to roll to investigate and see what you know about the backstage killer. Okay. Uh, contacts in every neighborhood, I will be using that tag. Yep. Um, protect those who can't protect themselves. Not really for information. Mm, what about a clear target? Nah, not for 
information. Okay, so yeah, then it's the, just the plus one. Oh, uh, I could use the mafia tag. Yeah, the mafia. They they might know about it. Yeah, that's gonna be, that'll be a plus two. Okay. I got five, seven. Woo! Nice. Yeah. You could ask two questions about what you think Oakland knows about the backstage killer. Um, the characteristics of the murder, like their little stamp, you know, that serial killers have? Yeah, like their, their MO? Yeah. And I think for the second one would be where they are. You know from your wanderings at night that the backstage killer has been terrorizing the downtown district for I'd say around a month or two at this point. He has killed five different people throughout Theater Avenue. He will kidnap them in the broad daylight and then leave their bodies somewhere the next night in some strange dramatic scene. The thing that you remember most clearly is that the killer leaves photographs. They're the old sort of photographs that take a while to develop because, well, in the 1920s, it took a while to get photographs. They still had black and white imaging. The cameras were still big and honky. But scattered throughout all the scenes have been tons of photographs of different strange torture methods that the victim went through before they died. I give a small huff and a roll of my eyes as I pull away. You really think that nice lady you have held upstairs could really do something like that? People are capable of a lot more than you might think, Mr. Jackson. She was at the scene of the last murder. And not only that, we have yet to get an alibi for the other five. And on top of that, and with this, he gives a smile. One of those smiles that you might see on a criminal show where the detective has the criminal in the palm of their hand. She had a motive for all murders. I feel my feathers ruffle as I clearly believe that she's innocent. She's one of my closest friends, and clearly you can probably tell that I like her. What are you going to do about it? I stay silent for a moment before I speak again. How do you think... If she has an alibi for one of the murders, then shouldn't she have an alibi for the rest of them? One alibi does not equal an alibi for the rest of them. That's... That's not how investigations work. He kind of chuckles a little bit at that. I roll my eyes and try to explain it better. If this is just one killer, though, and she could not have done this one, then how could she have done the others? Roll to convince. You're going to get an automatic plus one because he's already intimidated. Yay, okay. Can I use my protect those who can't protect themselves? Absolutely. This is absolutely one of those scenes where this would come into play. Okay, okay, okay. So, that's a plus two so far. Yep. Okay, so we'll just stick with the plus two then. Yeah, that and works. And five, six, seven. Woo, okay. 
They just barely pass. Barely pass is good <laughs> enough. I'll take okay. it. So I think I'm going to allow you to give him a tier two status if you want. Can I do impressed? Uh, sure. Other, you can do impressed. Because impressed two has a higher level than intimidated one, intimidated one is basically just gone. You're just left with impressed two. Okay. You guys understand what I was trying to say, right? Because I was, I feel like I didn't explain it right. Yes, I, I understood. Okay, 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 okay. The second explanation was very good. Yay. The detective nods a bit and he takes off his hat. His hair is just as prim and proper as the rest of him. All right, Mr. Jackson, I'm going to be honest with you here. Maybe she did it. Maybe she didn't. I don't care. Do you want to know what I care about? I care about the people. He holds out his hands in a dramatic way, where they're kind of spread out around him with palms up slightly, fingers splayed out, like in a dramatic, I'm taking over the world pose, so to say. <laughs> like, that's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> the problem here is that the backstage killer has been terrorizing this district for months now. And we caught her at the scene of the crime with motives to all six murders. Now you tell me what is easier. Declaring her to be the killer or terrorizing the public once again. So they're planning on just using her as a scapegoat? I mean, that's, that's basically what they're hinting at, to be honest. Clearly. My feathers ruffle in anger as I narrow my eyes at the corrupted cop. I stand up and start heading for the door. I'd rather not speak to you anymore. I will have an officer escort you out. And he he acts like he didn't just vaguely threaten you. He stands up and slides his chair back in. And he nods to the officers in the examination room as you open the door. Welcome to downtime. I hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. I've got a bit of news for you for once. This episode marks the beginning of a fun type of Patreon award. We like to share some jokes around the table, and sometimes those jokes last too long to make it into our episodes. We felt like you all deserve a chance to hear some of our witty puns and weird tangents, so we are offering blooper reels as an incentive on our Patreon. Starting at the dishwasher tier and going higher, you'll be able to listen to such humor as Beezus and Naptime and one of my personal favorites, Beep Boop. We hope you enjoy our strange brand of humor because we waste a lot of recording time on it. And now, on with the show.
And before we see what happens with you, I'm going to cut back over to the cells. Hoyt, at this point, like, we, we're going to do a jump cut as Hoyt, he, like, throws himself against the bars and the young officer is pushing them back. I am not letting you out until you give me the keys. We don't have the keys. As they're arguing like this, I nonchalantly slide the keys into my pocket that they still don't know that I have somehow and point to the door and yell, hey, and um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You're pointing. Which door are you pointing to? The, the exit. It's like, a staircase. There's no door. Okay, well, I point to the scare- staircase and yell, hey. Are you trying to distract him? Sort of. Honestly, I don't know what you're doing, so I'm just going to have you take the risk, which is sort of just the baseline, you're doing something stupid move. Why do you always say that everything that I do is stupid? Okay, this might not just You do things without logic. That doesn't necessarily mean it's stupid. You're just, I don't know what you're doing, really. And just shouting, hey, all of a sudden, like... Hey, I'm pointing at the staircase. Yeah. And since there's, there's not really a move, there's not a move to distract somebody. So take the risk is the best. It's for daring. It's for daring or risky stuff. So you're doing something. Uh, you're doing something risky. You know, you're you're trying to just like. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just having you take the risk, man. Okay, so I'm gonna go with bravery, my confident stare, and I think that's it. Are you gonna let that pass, Emmy? Yes, I'm gonna let that pass. And that's not going to be affected by your lock and sell status because you're just talking. So it's going to be a plus two. Yay, I rolled a seven plus two equals nine. So I got a nine. All right. So you dramatically point to the stairs and the officer looks around. What, what, what did you see? What did you see? How could you not see that guy? He just ran down the stairs. What guy? And well, he just used your keys to get out of a cell and ran down the stairs. Uh, roll to convince. Now do you see where I was going with that? I thought that was what you were going with. I just wanted to clarify. Well, you could just ask me what I was doing. I did ask you what you were doing! And... Okay. I don't know if I have any tags that I can use. You can just roll with a zero. I suppose I could. Hey, I got a seven. Nice. He, lo- the officer looks at you, looks at the stairs, looks back at you again, looks back at the stairs again, and goes, I'll be right back. And he, like, still watching you, he hurries down the staircase. Like, he kind of walks down sideways so that his eyes are on you as long as he can physically see you. And he goes downstairs. Hoyt sighs and throws open the cell door. Well, that was inconvenient. Very. And Hoyt looks at you and just goes, this isn't about you. Like, what... We're talking, we want to talk to our client. Go mope on the other side of the cell or something. Wow, I just helped you people. 
Well, I don't. On the other side of the cell. I don't have a big opinion of a lot of people. And Deva kind of coughs and looks back at Christine, who's just been watching all of this with that squinty hungover look that people have where things are vaguely confusing and they're still weaning off the effects of a night out. I turn to Christine and I say, hi. <sighs> hi, Sam. And Shepard looks over at you and says, so you're connected with this too? Yeah, why else would I be here? And Hoyt crosses his arms. I don't know, maybe you robbed something? Yes, I robbed something. Absolutely, that's why I'm in prison. Not not because I assaulted a police officer so that I could get in here to talk with you people. Do you want to are you, do you want to roll to investigate quick? Um okay. Like I I'm not forcing you. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out like if you want to ask them questions or what you want to do from here. I don't even know what I want to do from here at this point. I was going to escape, but I kind of don't want to do it in front of the lawyers because, you know, probably wouldn't be very smart. I get the feeling that they're probably too tired by now to care. Okay, fine. Then I want to try and <laughs> escape. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll to change the game. Okay. It should be relatively easy, seeing as I have the keys. Yeah, and I will count the keys as a story tag. Does that mean I get a plus? Yeah. A plus one? Or... Yeah. Okay, then I got an eight. Nice. So you only have one juice, which I assume you want to use to reduce the status? Yes. I want to get out of my cell. Okay. So, so you shove the key into the outer lock and twist it open and push the cell door open. And I'm, you can only reduce it by one tier because you only have one point of juice to spend. So I'm going to reduce this down to. You could do surrounded. I'm kind of trapped inside the jail because we're surrounded. Yeah, so. let's do surrounded one. That's a good idea. Let me. Yay. Yo, Cameron, we both just we came up with that stuff? together at the same time. Yay, I'm not trapped in a cell anymore. Okay, as you unlock the cell, Quake glares at you. So you're the one who stole the keys. I wouldn't say steal them, per se. They were just so easy to take. Shepard glances down the stairs. We should tell someone, you know. Uh... I don't know. Maybe you should. But, you know, I'm here to help you, so... Uh... Do as you wish. Roll to convince. Roll to convince. Okay. Can I use divisive thinking? Um... I'm going to allow divisive thinking. Yay! Okay, so divisive thinking... And then, can I intimidate them with my demonic influence? Uh, sure. Yeah. 
So that's going to round off okay. to a plus one because I'm outing your surrounded one status as going against your convince. Okay, so I rolled a six plus one is seven. Nice. And um, how I intimidate them is my eyes flare red and begin to sort of glow. Hoyt sighs and his shoulders relax slightly as he makes eye contact with you and the glow of your eyes reflects in his in the whites of his eyes. Alright, so how exactly can you help us? I can give you an alibi. Christine pipes in. They are right. They often work with me. And from what I've heard, I've been accused of multiple killings. At, like I said, they have not told me anything. And remember, Sam doesn't know about <gasps> the yet. Oh, dear. Yeah, so this is like the first time you've heard about like multiple killings. So you might remember. Yeah. Yeah. That that was Sam saying that, by the way. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought you were just being <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> Cameron being dramatic? Oh no. I was being over dramatic as Sam. Okay, I was confused. I was confused. <laughs> Deva takes out her notebook and flips to a fresh page. I'm going to take you through a list of dates, and I need you to tell me exactly what Christine was doing at that time. Okay. And as we handle that part, because I don't actually have dates, just vague timelines, I'm going to go back down to the bottom half of the station where Oakland is crossing through with an escort towards the exit. Oh no. Oh wait, no, the police officer's seen it. Yeah, they're, oh, okay. he's being escorted out. Okay, I was about to be nervous. I was just like, oh no, the officer's gonna think that the the Oakland's the person who I who escaped. But then I realized that he's seen uh Oakland, so Yeah. Oakland, what do you wanna do? I noticed that we're heading for the door and I stopped following. I turn towards the staircase. I would like to speak to my coworker. The officer glances over their shoulder. Uh, who's that? What are they here? I point to the steps and start heading over there. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I gotta and he uh trails after you. He's. He's younger than the cop that's that was originally guarding the cells, who, by the way, you notice is out, like, you saw him outside the doors, walking around frantically. So, Sam, as you finish up relaying these dates to Deva, you hear people coming upstairs. I, I quickly throw the keys on the desk as they walk up the stairs and just like go back in the cell and sort of close the door to the point where it looks like it's closed, but it doesn't lock. Okay, roll to sneak around. Yay. Um, this is probably going to be the first weakness tag that I've used at all during during this. I'm going to use... <gasps> 
um, clunky boots. My clunky giant boots. clunky boots. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to mark an attention point on that theme, which I'm going to do for you because you don't actually have access to the card right now. Yeah. And then I'm also going to use um, nothing else because I don't have anything else I can use. Okay. So this is going to be, I'm not going to count your surrounded tag just because you're going back to your cell. I'm going to, this is just going to be a minus one. Okay. So it's a nine. Nice. So you slip back in and the camera zooms in on the cell to show that the door is just slightly open, but looks closed from a distance as Oakland and the very young officer come up. The officer notices that uh, Christine's cell is open and the lawyers are all kind of milling about in stages between being in the cell and being out of the cell. Uh, protocol states that the cell has to be closed if you're talking to your client. Uh, can, can you guys get back in if you're talking to her or if you're not, then can you get out of the cell? There, there should be someone here. Uh, oh you're funny sam have you come to save me you're sam oh wait no not <laughs> sam oakland have you come to save me from this mortal prison i roll my eyes in annoyance i dramatically swing open the door well it's too late um yeah the officer pulls out his gun hey 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 get back in get back in I just laugh. <laughs> I set my hand on the officer's shoulder and I calm down, kid. Um roll to convince. Uh can I use my protect those tag? Sam can protect themselves, so I'm talking really. about the kid. <laughs> I feel like Sam. Oh, you're kid. trying to protect <laughs> Yes. You're trying to protect the child. The child. Yeah, this guy's yeah. like he's like 18. He's got acne. He's like, he's probably like his fifth day on the job okay, or something. So, I, so can I use my protect tag? Um, sure. If you want to be seen as like welcoming, if that's what you're going for. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I rolled an 11. That'll be 12. Yay! <laughs> the kid just goes, uh, uh, oh, okay. And he like hesitantly lowers his gun. Um, That's a good choice. Can I just like, I'm, can I just push Sam back into the cell and close the door? Oakland! <laughs> yeah, sure. That's exactly uh, what I'm going to I'm going to have you go toe to toe, and I'm going to have you both roll to see who wins. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um... I rolled. Wait, tags. I'm not use any yeah, tags. tags. Move. I'm assuming I cannot use my protect tag. Nope. Like my go-to tag at this point. I'm going to predict uh, the next move. Yeah, that works. And my confident stare. Can I use powerful gust of wind? Sure, you can just knock that. You can just like, oh yeah. If you're if you're gonna use your wings, then yeah. Uh, I'll use powerful gust of wind and a clear target. So you get to roll with a, is that a two or a three? It's a two plus two. Okay. 
And then Sam rolls with a one. A one? But, 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 can I use break, uh, or my confidence stare? No. Oh, darn. Okay, then plus one. Not gonna work on me, anime? I'm an angel, bro. I'm an angel. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, you ready to roll, Cameron? I rolled a nat 12. <laughs> oh, and I rolled a 10 plus 2. That's 12. We tied. Oh, wait. No, no Cameron gets a, has a plus 1. So oh, he's no. No. Yeah. Oh, it was so Woo. close. It's so not okay. fair. So Cameron? not fair. Okay. You get to pick uh, two of these three options. Achieve your goal. Uh, get them good. You can give Oakland a, a status. Or block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. Okay, okay. So I wanna, I wanna achieve my goal, of course, which is getting out of my cell. Um, I want to give Oakland a status of stunned one, or not stunned. I don't want to go as far as stunned. What would be a more mild version of stunned? Annoyed. Um, surprised. Bruised. Surprised. Yeah. Surprised, okay. Surprised one, okay. And then I also want to like block, dodge, or counter their attacks because well, you, you only get two. Oh, I thought you said three, so the first two then, okay. So describe this for us what goes down. Oakland unfurls his wings and tries to blow you back in, and like as his big black wings unfurl, everyone, all of all eyes are on him. As Oakland unfurls their wings, I quickly open the door and slam it shut on his face so that it, like, hits him in the face, you know. Is he that close? Um, I wouldn't think so. I don't. You don't think no. so? I don't. You're, I think okay. you are, like, right in the threshold, and he's a bit outside of the cell. Okay, well then I swing the cell door open and I jump forward and punch him in the nose. Why would you hit me? Because <laughs> you're trying to lock me in a cell. Because you're being annoying. I'm not trying to, like, kill you or something. Eh. Eh. The, the officer takes a step back when he sees Oakland's wings and then, uh, like, kind of yelps and holds up his gun again as you sock Oakland in the jaw. And Deva, Hoyt, and Shepard are, are all... Hoyt and Shepard look stunned. Deva just looks amused. You know not to test me. Oh, Sam. Christine sits, stands up and goes to the edge of her cell. I don't need you two fighting over me. I don't need you two fighting at all, okay? Good thing we weren't fighting over you. I, I don't need you two fighting at all. I'm in enough trouble as is, and I don't need you two getting in trouble as well. <laughs> You're right. I clear my throat and pull my wings back down. Sorry. The young, the, the like, like the 18 year old officer. He is still pointing the gun at Sam. I turn to the off officer with a red flare in my eyes. Put the gun down. Hoyt steps in front of you. How about you calm down yourself? How about that? How about you don't try to give me orders? How about you? And as he starts to yell, 
you hear Deva shout, Enough! And she stands there beside Christine with a firm expression on her face. With the scared officer still pointing his gun at you, Sam. That is quite enough. We are here to help our client in whatever way we can. And she holds out her hand to Sam and holds out her other hand to Oakland. These two are here to help. Hoyt looks at Sam, looks back and looks at Deva. Are you kidding me? And Deva smiles and says, this place works in mysterious ways. And in that moment, Oakland, you meet Deva's eye and you are hit with this very powerful feeling. It's the sort of feeling that someone would get in a church as they get down on their knees and pray for salvation. Whoever Deva is, or whatever she is, there's something about her that makes you trust her. Is Deva supposed to be a rift of God? I'm not telling you. Of course not. I'm just going to assume that until it's proven otherwise. As Deva says her piece, the the officer lowers his gun. I... Can someone please tell me what's going on? Christine has been accused of murder, and we're here to help her not get killed? I don't know how to... We're here to save her life, basically. Okay, can we... Can can you do that legally? I eh. I can, like, oh, I don't know what's up with your friend over there, but I mean, I, I will, I will just forget this happened. I will just don't, please don't break her out of jail. She's she's the backstage killer. We don't, we really cannot let her out of jail. And when he says that, Christine gasps softly. How dare you? How am I? And like, she stammers for words as she, as she tries to debunk what the officer just said. I turn to the officer and I say, you should leave. You know what? That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm at the bottom of the stairs. If, if she comes down there, I'm, I will shoot you. I will shoot you. Honey, if we were going to be stupid enough to break her out of jail, do you really think we would just walk her out the front door? I'm going downstairs now. And, like, with his hand still, with his gun still in his hand, he marches downstairs. Hoyt seems to relax a bit after Deva's little speech and rubs his eyes. Why in the world do we take these cases? Okay, if we're going to prove that a Spurgamon is innocent, we're going to need more than these guys' alibis. Because, to be honest, I do not trust them. What else do you need? Well, 
an actual killer would definitely be nice, to be sure. Uh, Deva steps out of the cell, closing it behind her with a gentle click. She beckons you closer, Oakland. I give a glance to Christine before walking over. She sets a hand on your shoulder, Oakland, and then sets a hand on Sam's shoulder. And she says with a very clear voice, you are here to help. And Oakland, this sparks a memory in you. We have this flashback to a very gorgeous church with these pristine white walls and glittering stained glass. What's something unique about the church, Oakland? The church has this large stained glass window. And if I remember correctly, on it is an image of the founder of the church. It's a young woman with long blonde hair and bright green eyes. What's her name? I'm not sure if I remember it. I think it started with an M. Marie. I, I can't remember. I think the camera focuses on the stained glass window with this woman with outstretched arms looking down upon the preacher's pulpit, which sits in front of rows and rows of wooden pews. And behind that pulpit, pressed against the back of the wall, is a little shrine. It is a small shrine made of brass with a man with an elephant's head. He sits with crossed legs in front of a small array of candles. And kneeling in front of this shrine, we see a man praying. A man with beautiful white wings. Oakland, you don't know how, you don't know why, but this woman, the feelings that you had as you did your duty in that church, you feel those same feelings as Deva puts her hand on your shoulder. Thank you for listening. Samuel Jefferson was played by Cameron Trevino. Oakland Jackson was played by Natalia F. The Master of Ceremonies was Emmy Holty. If you like the show, consider supporting us on Patreon at The Hole in the Wall. Our theme song was Horrible by Mela on the Free Music Archive. Come again soon.